This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. Moving on, you feel me? Yeah, let's go ahead and get into the, the nitty gritty. Yeah, we got a couple different conversations lined up. I think, you know, right, right, Dominique, right. we're going to defer to you at the beginning of this discussion. What you yes, got going we are. On? Yes, we on? are. I want to welcome y'all to my favorite <laughs> portion of the show. I bet y'all can guess what it is. The political chop. <laughs> You feel me? That political child. Drake. So, <laughs> the first, <laughs> the first question that I want to pose today's political chop is about reparations. It's become more and more part of the conversation when we talk about niggas, when we talk about black policy. Bernie Sanders got the wrong answers. Kamala Harris been answering it yeah. in some interesting in some ways. Interesting way. You feel me? Uh, but... The one thing I haven't heard niggas ain't been talking about, niggas ain't been talking about, is reparations a payoff? You feel me? Like, with, with, with black people as a whole receiving a large amount of money, hey, my, my mama joined, uh, were black people receiving a whole bunch of money, you feel me, for things that happened in slavery, being an excuse for white people to be like, hey, we cut the check, shut up. Hey, I hell nah. You don't think so? Talk to me. I mean, I think that historically, looking at all the other groups that's that, that that's received any type of resources or any type of incentives for being messed up about the government, there's never been kind of a end all be all where y'all been not bringing this shit up no more. You know what I'm saying? So we think about like the Japanese internment camps. You know what I'm saying? Like Japanese people were able to receive some type of reparations, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying for what they went through. And I think that we still talk about the Japanese internments being bad. Yeah, we still condemn it. We do. Yeah, we don't talk about no, the public. We don't talk about it. We don't. We don't talk about We're like, if, if we was to say Korematsu, right? Like, you being in education, being studied, right? You know, of course, you know about it. But if we were to bring up, uh, if we were to bring up Korematsu, niggas would have no idea what that was. You feel me? Like, if you, even when we, the, the, the conversation about uh, uh, the Japanese. Really gets centered more so around Pearl Harbor and that type of shit. Hell yeah, you feel me? Like we don't talk about like we don't talk about uh, Japanese internment camps the way we talk about slavery. You feel me? And and they already tell us to get over it. Right. They already tell us to get over it. If they cut the check, then they're gonna be like, here, shut up. If like I don't even, I don't think they would. But I, I, I feel like it's not unique though. They already tell us that anyway. So I feel like it just be you know what I'm saying. They gonna tell us that anyway though. Would it not be validated? Would would it not be more validated though? What you mean by more validated? I mean they've rectified it. I I feel like it's not a matter of the bigger bigger question, and it's funny because uh, Kevin said, you know, just pay my student loans, and but and, and it's funny because I agree, <laughs> like just just pay my shit and we'll call it even. Just pay my shit and you'll stop talking but about it. But it better check. Yes. <laughs> Check, check this out. Check this out. Or maybe not. Maybe maybe not pay my loans proper. But yeah. I, what I think that represents is a more what we need instead of just reparations. Here's a check. Here's a check. Here's a check. Is a more intentional, structural way to deal with the way that slavery set niggas back. Right. So if that means black children get uh, subsidized education, 
or something like that, like to right the ways that neighborhoods and communities have literally been organized to make sure they get the worst education, like to get a leg up, to be competitive in the educational market. If niggas got reparations in the form of not having to pay as much for some tuition or some shit like that, that is a reasonable, like functional way that is not just cutting checks and passing it out to niggas, yeah. but that chart starts to push back and turn back these structural ways that niggas have been disadvantaged. Okay, so you're not a child going to college, housing loans, housing subsidization, to ensure that the access to like owning property and owning homes, which was denied to niggas forever, right, starts to be like some meaningful ways to chip away at systems and structures that have been maligned to intentionally and directly impact black people. Love it. Can I respond Yes, to that? I want to see those reparations. Can I respond to that? Yes. So the response to that would be the way in which liberal politics break down is that those policies would then be like, well, actually, that's actually something good. Yeah. We should give that to everybody, right? We should give that to all students. Sure. Yeah, that would not be reparations for black people. But, but then exactly. that's not reparations. That's my point, right? So when we come to the conversation of reparations, that's an easy argument. That's why, you but that's why it's centered you're around. Now, no longer, you're not topical. No, 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 you're no, not, you, no, 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 no. The conversation is no longer centered around uh, 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 black people. If it's not, if it doesn't have to do with the financial um, uh, uh, aspect of it, like cutting the check, you feel me? Because anything else, when it comes to policy or structure, that's going to be lumped in with everybody should get that. But reparations, the, the reason why the conversation is always centered around money is because this payment is for this specifically thing that happened. You feel I me? Mean? That's, but, that's but, unique. But I, don't, I, don't I think, but I think, I think it's something to be unpackaged though when we talk about reparations because it's not just the historical, you know what I'm saying, violence they kind of placed upon black people, but it's the ongoing shit. So it's not that you get to cut me a check and then continue to keep on killing niggas and can continue to keep on disenfranchising niggas. It's like, okay, when you cut that, because I'm, I'm looking at it like slavery had more of an impact on the black community yeah, you... than its economic endeavors, than its economic, you know what I'm saying, shortcomings. Like, you know, that slavery had an everlasting impact politically, socially, and economically and psychologically but, so it's like what other things you gonna do other than cut a check but but in, okay so that's a that's a good part of, that's a good that's a good conversation to have right the problem with that is that's not where the conversation is centered and that's why we go back to the point of what when it when we talk about policy when you say okay what else are you going to do anything else that they would try to do for black people would they would try to put everybody into that. So the only thing that they could do in terms of reparations specifically would be to say, here, this is your 40 acres and a mule. You feel me? Because that's what the conversation is centered around. Now, I, I, I get it, right? Like, we would always want to say, well, what about what else? But that's what I'm saying is the problem, w w would be the problem with even them cutting the check. Because then the cutting the check becomes this is the price of moving beyond this conversation. I don't... Because... And this is the thing. I think cutting a check and having to invest in black people forever... Like, two different things. Like, it's two different things. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Cutting a check ain't shit. Like, how do you pay for 400 years? How do you quantify that? How do you, do you figure do you out what's enough or not enough? Instead, pay for the implications of that. Start to equalize the world that you created because paying for an education ain't just pay it and run. I can go burn a check mm -hmm. with an education. I'm equipped from now until retirement to, do, to create generational wealth for my family, to develop a means of not only surviving but thriving in the status quo. Right? I'm able to do a whole lot more and it's, it's, it's an All investment. It. 
in changing shit. It's not a corrective measure. It is an investment in a different future in a different America. And that is a demonstration of more than just a reparation. That's a pivot in a societal right. organization. Right, right, right. I mean, but see, I think the reason why I pose the question specifically about reparations is because what you're saying is a social shift. Right, like a, a, a that that requires a shift in under in understanding of how the state should interact with black people. Yeah. Right, that's literally the end goal. Like that's where we're trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? Reparations is some is a, is a more specific conversation because then that's like something specifically that could be done. You feel me? That's why I was saying if they like all the things that we say, oh, this could help move black people forward. The the leftists. The government is going to say, well, we should give that to everybody. All I mean, I don't disagree with the response to the demand. I'm saying a more reasonable and persuasive way to think about reparations than I've ever been introduced to. And not that I'm saying something new. Somebody's probably said something like this before. Um, but uh, is is to start to attack the structure that was create, created and mm-hmm. was given a genesis as a result of yeah. slavery. Mm-hmm. You can't pay for whooping niggas' asses and literally killing them, genociding them in similar ways to indigenous people on this land and just be like, well, you know, your great-great-great-great-grandfather, no, my great-great-great-great-grandfather was not given an opportunity equal to this, so catch me up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't pay for what you did to him. Catch me up, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me the possibility of graduating with no debt. That way, I can start with a decent credit store score, uh, start to enter the marketplace or the 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 the, the economy, and participate in it in ways that don't set me behind already. Because I had six bills in my name and all types of shit, and I grew up with a mentality of poverty, so I ended up finagling and overgetting myself into deep with student loans. You already know exactly. that shit's predatory, and that's the thing: it's predatory, predatory. in and of itself as an institution yeah. for all students. Let a nigga see a come up. I don't know how many niggas I've seen buy PS2s, PS3s, Jordan shoes. Nobody buy no PS2s in a minute. Uh, I mean, well, play gaming systems. Sorry, I don't. PS5s coming out. They ain't never had no money before. So so let me, let me, let me like, like uh, bring the conversation to a point. Do you think that that process can start with a check being cut? No, because I didn't. I didn't think that is when you've commodified the experience. Cutting a check means putting a price. Putting a price means turning slavery into a commodity, something that could be bought and sold and bartered, bartered and assuaged through a certain amount. That's why I say, you give me an education, what I do with that motherfucker is endless. Right? That becomes yeah, I think I think, that, I think that I don't think it should, I, like, like, I'm not going to say giving a check is bad. I think that we, I feel like shit, we should get some saying checks is good, but I think it shouldn't be the first thing. I think it's a prerequisite. Because I went to a workshop about unlearning classism, and I realized how much financial literacy is something that, you know what I'm saying, our community tends to lack. But in, th- in terms of thinking about literacy, it's like shit, literacy is about being able to read. Well, it's hard for you to build your literacy if you ain't got no books. So when it comes to like financial literacy, it's like shit, it's hard for you to kind of have financial literacy if you ain't got no money, if you ain't got no finances to read. You feel right. me? So I think that it would kind of be a misnomer and make it where all of those corporations that's already able to prey on our community and give us these bullshit loans and bullshit rates, you know what I'm saying? That all they'll be able to do is just further prey on us and, you know what I'm saying? Uh, sell us overpriced products, or you know what I'm saying, uh, give us things with high interest. Like I thought, they'll still be able to mess us over based off of how much they kind of has just literally. I thought they stripped a lot of things from us. You know what I'm saying? And that's the reason why I feel like starting with a check would kind of make it where we're down on what you're getting at in terms of the white folks to be able to say, well, well, George, 
Uh, I hear you keep on talking about slavery. That back in 2020, during the election, they gave y'all, you know what I'm saying, $20,000 per family. I thought that was to get rid of the slavery. Well, to me, it's just like, okay, it, I, like, you're talking about slavery in 1850s, 1860s, right. you know what I'm saying? What about, you know what I'm saying, my daddy and my cousins and them that still, you know, 13th Amendment say the United States federal government shall prohibit slavery except for punishment conviction of crime. With that being right. said, it's not ironic that people that look like me, you, and Toya are high on the high probability of being convicted. Right. So it's like, all right, yeah. shit, for the people that's locked up, are you still going to continue to lock us up in the way that you, you know what I'm saying? I think that to, to me, when it comes about reparations, like, all right, do y'all recognize how a lot of the shit that we still doing is still very intimately tied to slavery, even though we say that it's over. And it's just yeah. like, can we come to that realization that part of reparations? And I think that that's what you said for Toya, like George. And Toya, y'all talking about a social shift. Y'all ain't talking about no check. I think that is the 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 the, the, the uh, can of worms mm-hmm. that I want to hey. open up when it comes to reparations. Yeah, and I, I want to point out Terrell. Terrell said some real shit. Terrell Taylor was like, you know what I'm saying? If they cut the check, it'll just go right back to them. You feel me? Facts, everything that we spend, yeah, everything we spent our money on. Gucci, Fendi, Prada, right. Cadillac. You know, yeah, I know I mean, y'all know the hate y'all saying what it's like. Asians, Jewish Jewish communities, they money circulate 36 times or what for 36 days. Uh, Asian communities got to... Black people... Hours. Hey, and hey, wait till hey, we get to the wait till we get to the to the economic chop, man. It's coming up. Listen, you know? <laughs> listen, my nigga, uh, Dave Chappelle. Remember when he had that shit? Like the black yeah. reparations episode. Yeah, yeah that nigga. Uh, all the, my nigga all the Trump was out there buying babies. I just bought this nigga <laughs> cash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing? rich, bitch. You feel me? Yeah. What so, he said? Uh, what okay, what okay, he said? Okay. They had like a hundred a hundred chicken spots got made. You know what I'm saying? A you whole bunch me? of record labels. Biden 
Hillary Clinton of 2020. I read an article that would seem to suggest that he is. Why, what's the warrant for it? Yeah, yeah, what's the warrant for it? Before I, before I, before I get my analysis. For our time. We have a, we have a, a, a career moderate Democrat, mm-hmm. right? From nobody, uh, He would call himself a Biden Democrat, right? He seems to be the, the most electable, right? The most experienced. You feel yeah, me? You can't be being a VP for eight years. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, what else? We, what else do we have? The, uh, more parallels, more parallels. I mean, you, uh, you, I had to stop myself. A racist past. He has a racist. He has a racist past. He didn't say some. He didn't been a part of some some suspect policy. You feel me? So, but here we are again. He's leading in the polls. Yeah, he's beating up Bernie Sanders. He's beating up Beto. I mean, the, the comments is already answering the question for you, but keep explaining. Uh, yes, 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 yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> like Julissa Mayne. Just straight to, up. To this be is, clear, this election to lose, is. officially. Just straight up. So, okay. So, yeah, from, from that perspective, yeah. and then from the perspective of, uh, you know, the chat, what y'all think? I mean, that's an easy answer because as many as the, of the accolades and of the qualifications that you listed during his time being vice president, between the googly eyes who's making that Barack Obama the best friend he had with Michelle and shit, he won the heart of America just as much as Barack Obama did. So, you know what I'm saying? I recently, because of the way that he treated, you know, the whole allegations of sexual assault and stuff like that or sexual misconduct, uh, I had to stop calling a nigga my uncle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was deep on the Uncle Joe train. You know what I'm saying? Like, Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe. And that was because, you know, you buy into... The, the nice, friendly white man. You know what I'm saying? Who you want to see, who you feel like is excited for the, the advancement of black folk and what they're doing and how it's looking. And, you know, you find out quite the, the, the opposite, especially based on what happened with, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, Anita Hill the, and Clarence Thomas really got me like, damn, Joe Biden, you was really ruthless. Out here, man, wilding. You know what I'm saying? And he wants to uh, deflect and not admit to and not apologize and stuff like that. So that just for me doubles down on why I need to move. Nah, to me it even seemed dope. It seemed crazy because it's like this Me Too shit been popping off now for like Damo, you say two years at least. Me Too movement for at least two years, not longer. Yeah, about two years. About two years. About two years. Yeah. The fact that he had to be him deciding he wants to run for president is what necessitated his apology to Nita to to Nita and is just like fam. That seemed just too, like that's just that's just, that's just too fungible, bro. Like you sound, you seem like a typical white man that is now convenient for you to apologize mm-hmm. and politically beneficial. Therefore, now you're doing it. That suspect, Uncle Joe. And you know what? I, what I think is the most interesting is that how, uh, like these, what, what we call like liberal issues, like racism and sexism, how they, how they, how they, how they trendy as hell. And we can see, we can look at Joe Biden and see the trendiness of it because we don't even Definitely. need to go to the creepy Uncle Joe vibe yeah. to be like we shouldn't fuck with Joe Biden. True. Joe Biden's <laughs> closest partners are white supremacists. Joe Biden in his past voted against school segregation and and, and busted and all that type yeah, of shit. Segregation man voted for the Iraq War. Well, uh, I mean, voted. Like we, we can we keep I on mean, going down the list. Not even the, listen. The, the nigga, the, uh, uh, the, like, he's still tight. He is still tight with some of the most, the, the, the most hardcore opponents of civil rights. Yeah. You feel me? Them is his partners. 
Like so, is it like whether like I mean Obama so, uh, even Joe Biden got some of that old school Democrat blood in them? That's what you're saying, huh? <laughs> before, <laughs> really they, before they made the switch, really though. I mean, you before know what? It's, it's funny that you say that. It's funny that you say that because I was just yeah, about Dixie to crack. say. I was just about to say, like you can't be that old in Congress and ain't voted against no racist shit. Yeah. Just at the end of the day, you ain't been in Congress that long, and and, and as as a white man. And not voted for a policy, you know what I'm saying? Was it was it was a was a, uh, was a proponent of a policy that was something that was negative for people of color? You feel me? Jaleesa said he said yesterday he liked Dick Cheney. She, she said sick Cheney at first. Why, I feel like but, yeah, definitely. Me too. I want to know what's the one for that. <laughs> like I'm sure you're like, a vice like, president. But you ain't shoot something in the face like Dick did. Dick shot himself in the face then a hunting type. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but but like the the thing is though, when you see him like leading in the polls like he is, like what do y'all attribute that shit to? Yeah. Uh to, us, to not to, considering it's as many white liberals that are weird and confused about how to move and orient themselves towards some meaningful pushback against Donald Trump as it is white supremacists that's one to vote for Donald Trump. We continue to underestimate just how many weird white people are out there who are just like, yeah, I think this is a great idea. He's 70 plus years old. Man, I know in my office, man, I work in the HR office. I didn't didn't make the mistake now. Three three different times, my old too familiar ass, three different times. Then other, you know what I'm saying, a little something, something about Trump being like bad, and I didn't got the smirk, and I didn't have people yep. actually come and debate me. Like, yep. like, like, as a matter of fact, I must have made a side joke about when Donald Trump had fed them down Clemson players, Sonic and Burger King McDonald's and McDonald's and, and shit like that. I had one of my coworkers was Georgia, maybe they asked for it. Donald Trump said that. I think that I'm talking about was arguing about debating me, like in the middle of the office, in the middle of the yeah. HR office. You feel me? I have to just like, you know what? This is a white woman. You're not going to get me in trouble. Bro, I live in Southern California, but I also teach in Orange County. So that's a big yeah. ass combination. Imagine. And I teach an argument. I teach argumentation. I teach oh, yeah. So you, so you, so you encourage them to argue with you. <laughs> and so part of teaching argumentation effectively is being myself. And demonstrate because I, I only got one brain, I only got one life, ex- only one set of life experiences. Right. So I'm like a lot of examples that I use. I've had to. I mean, teaching has given me the experience to be like, okay, let's. Yeah. But sometimes I put the cookies on the table where the kids can reach them, and they like, you said, what about Uncle Donald Trump? Like just conservative Christians, just uh, very. I mean, a lot, a huge Asian different demographic, which are also very conservative by me, like just very interested in navigation these conversations. So the fact that you being in Central Oklahoma talking talking reckless, mm-hmm. like the the oh, the nerve. Yeah, I mean the nerve. But the, the hey, I be forgetting so. in my little liberal hotspot and our liberal. Hey, not at all. But bro. do y'all think though that it makes a they it friends with you to prove they not racist, even though they like Donald Trump? That's why they talk to you in the first place. But look, do y'all think that? And hear me out. I'm listening. Uh, he uh, what's his name? Biden got a better chance because he's a white man. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. So like, I think I think I think he got a better chance because he's a white man, but only a little bit because I think that right now that political climate is making it where it's kind of smoother to be critical and on white man's ass for doing crazy shit. So a part of me felt like he might not even make it to to, to the to the final three. But let's let's get it more nuanced though. Let's get it more nuanced though, right? Mm -hmm. Joe Biden could possibly 
turn those middle-of-the-world voters that Donald Trump has turned off back towards Democrat, right? He's a little bit more moderate. He's not going to jump out the window like with, with uh, Ocasio-Cortez and them, right? He's going to say the right things as opposed to what... So you have, like, these fringe voters. A lot of niggas that talk shit about Joe Biden ain't even probably going to vote anyway, right? Like, I'm not necessarily saying that he can completely reinvigorate the... Uh, the Democratic Party, but he does have a possibility to to attract some Trump voters who have been completely turned off. Whether it's taxes, whether it's uh, 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 whether it's just like his his, his demeanor. But whether but I think the, but uh, I think the, the thing Russian that attracts us, I think the thing that attracts you or attracts most people in terms of likability about Biden, in my perspective, it's the same thing that turned people off about Hillary Clinton. She, he's too tied strictly to the establishment. He literally represents the old status quo and the old way of like doing the things. Clintons, the old though. standard to me. Not like the Clintons. To me, it's what he represents. Not like How? the Clintons, though. Because the Clintons... The, Clinton means something particular. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Uh, Democrat or Republican. Right? That, like, okay, it was more so... Like, like the name like, Clinton. It was a lot like that. Like, as much as the, like being a woman was stacked against it, that Clinton name being attached to Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. that like that entire controversy turned a lot of Again, middle of the road voters off because they had a negative relationship with the Clintons. Right. Joe Biden, not necessarily. So the thought is that Joe Biden could get a lot of those middle of the road voters who were turned off by Hillary Clinton, but voted for Obama. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for example, um, I think it was the uh, so, uh, the uh, International Fighter Fighters, the International Firefighters Association. Who didn't necessarily vote for, vote for Donald Trump, but are are uh, completely um uh uh uh. Donald Trump. It pissed Donald, Donald Trump off. He was tweeting for about it from two o'clock right, in right, the morning right. to. But they came <laughs> out. They came out in, in like in unison mm-hmm. for Joe Biden. So you know we see where Biden has access to not just the misogyny and the sexism but you feel the me whole right to, to right to the to, to more of like the, Some the good old white male privilege, privilege. Yeah. I mean I I think he's going to be a tantalizing decision or a tantalizing option for uh Democrats, liberals, people who are just sick of Donald Trump that are willing to take reprieve by any means necessary. Okay. And so, you know what I'm saying? It's going to help them sleep at night to be like, you know, in the face of and in the midst of some of that minutia, he's still the right person for the job. He probably knows how to balance a budget. He knows how to get us back on economic track. Right. I kind of trust him to do something. Uh, but even though he has his own baggage and his own issue with social issues in the past, I at least trust him because he was attached to Obama to do some positive things yeah. in terms of diversity, inclusion, and you know what I'm saying? Structural issues in the future. Like, I think... Niggas, Democratic voters, liberals are going to go ahead and go all in on uh, on Joe Biden largely because they are not able to stomach playing chicken. Like a lot of people played chicken with uh, Hillary Clinton and was like, I'm not going to vote. I'm not going to do it. I'm yeah. going to see how the shit play out. I'm not going to vote for her neither. They held to their guns. I yeah. did it again. And I always talk about just doing it strategically because I know where I live and I knew she was going to win anyway. You know what I'm saying? But it's a lot of people who were willing to roll the dice with that one. And I don't think because we got this four years and are not trying to see another four, I think they're going to go ahead and be like, I- I'm, I'm going to do it. I just ain't going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to vote for Joe yeah. Biden. But I'm not happy about it You know what I'm saying And that's why I named Like when I was coming up With the names for these uh, Segments or whatever I came up with the name Lesser of 22 Evils Because that's really Kind of You know what I'm saying What it's going to come down to For niggas yeah, That's what everybody was saying last, I feel like I feel like 
uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, who is who my front runner, I guess, if I had to pick somebody we, for right yeah, now. Probably more on Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> I think she's going to get deep in them things, but I don't think she she's still just a radical white lady. You know what I'm saying? They're going to yeah. use her down to be a radical cat lady who really just out here trying to do the most uh, in ways that are not feasible. They're going to try to make it seem like it's not possible in the position that we're in to do anything about healthcare, to do anything about education. And so all of her shit is going to be blown up and char- characterized as too yeah. grandiose to meet the sensitivities of uh, of economic conservatives, of white conservatives, of everybody so, on the. So we're gonna be the last list. three people then. So this I'm is cute. so. Uh, so actually, before we even get into that, yeah, you know, it, that's 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 a whole another conversation. Okay. The last little part of the political chop I want to address is what do who what what is y'all perfect candidate, right? And I'm also directing this to the chat. You feel me? Who do you, like, what would, I want, I want characteristics in the chat to make it, like, to where you, what do you, what you would vote for, you feel me? Like, cause we, we hear a lot of who we won't vote for, we hear a lot of who don't deserve to be president, like, we hear a lot of, like, what we don't like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? What would your perfect candidate look like? What characteristics would they embody? I mean, and I, and we want specifics. I know we want them to be honest and all this other yeah. shit. Yeah, I, I know one specific thing I know. What candidate I'm- look like? It's a lot I don't know, you know, front, but I know one thing I do know I would like to my perfect candidate to do is be able to at least face with a with, with, with much conviction the shit they did in the past that was bad, acknowledge it, and then really kind of go forward in terms of either what they would do differently or what they would do now if they were able to get in the position to try to remedy those things. You know what I'm saying? That's like the number one thing that's I feel like every single of the twenty two candidates got to check her past one way or another. Even Elizabeth Warren being Native American and doing, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. Well, but, but when you acknowledge how you feel, first you got to acknowledge the shit first. You know what I'm saying? Because remember Kamala was saying she ain't never did X, Y, Z. And we see that with Joe Biden is that it's a move of weakness to admit wholesale you was wrong. Like, that's not True. politically savvy. You got people you want right. to piss off by, you know what I'm saying, not sticking to your guns. Because there's going to be people that defend you. Period. You but, know what but, I'm saying? But, but, I get, so I don't, that's, but I want to get more specific than politics. that, though. Yeah. Is your perfect candidate a woman, right? Are they black, gay? You feel me? Do they got money? What would their background be like? You know what I'm saying? Like what? Like your candidate, like the person that you feel like if they was in Congress, they gave you confidence enough to cast a ballot. What would that look like? I don't. To for me to be like, I want it to be a black woman, queer. Well, I I just don't see it. I don't. It's America, like right. And so we look at who we have to choose from, like the less than enticing option of Kamala. Yeah, Harris. Now, I don't see no black trans woman being like, able to be president. I'm sorry. You know like so, saying? you know what I'm saying? Like I can use my political right, right, imagination. But I said, I said perfect candidate to wish upon a shining star. I said perfect my perfect candidate. candidate is a candidate who is not afraid to say words like black, black. Like Latinx, like trans, like indigenous, and said with purpose and intent to like no. Do you know how many candidates like Elizabeth Warren was originally criticized when she was talking about changing healthcare for women of color and but couldn't say black in the face of a disproportionate black immortality. I mean mortality rates for black mothers and their children, right? So like. Say the shit. Should do shit Barack Obama could not do in the unique position he was in because he was too busy trying not to be somebody's president, a particular group of people's president. For for 30 seconds? For a minute and a half? I need for for a day? For a policy? I need you to be a particular group of people's president. That is what the fuck I want. It's for you to be very hey, intentional hey. about you about how you move and not get wrapped up in well if we give reparations to some of them, we gotta give them no. Represent the disproportionality of whatever the issue we're talking about. 
hone in, handle fucking business. That's what I want. Okay. Yo, hey. you got any specificity, nigga? Specificity? Nah, I told you that's all I got, fam. Specificity I have. If you messed up on the crime bill and you trying to get black people votes, go talk to black people and tell them, hey, I fucked this black, I fucked this whole crime bill thing up. It led to a lot of incarceration to your community. Your community still didn't listen. If I become president, I'm going to do this incentive, that incentive, that incentive, and pass this bill to try to be able to remedy or kind of backpatch how I passed that crime bill that literally made your community be suffering for, for three decades. That's very. That's what I want you to be able to do. Which is a generation. You know what I'm saying? I think that, like, like I get what Toya, what Toya said is still true. Like, I do get that in the, in, in the political climate, it is very weak for you to, you know what I'm saying? Or you've seen this being weak if you like, yeah, I messed up, guys, and I would have done it different. You know what I'm saying? But I think it, it's, it could be political savvy if you can be able to be like, all right, people, I messed this up. I'm human like everybody else. But I ain't got to say that. This is what I did right here. This is how I can make it better. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even got to give me the compassion. Like, I can do this. I'm sorry. This, that, and the other. Just, uh, this happened. And I become president. This is what I'm going to do to try to make it better. Right. Hey, so that so that boy Max was like, yeah, I read people that, seek yeah. out perfect candidates to end up with 20 plus candidates because there are no perfect candidates. It's about what flaws can you live with instead of good qualities. What are you okay with? Flawed history. Et cetera. Et you feel me? So, yeah. It's like, I mean, and, and it's like a relationship, right? Like, I feel like, I mean, because I'll be talking to my wife, and she always be talking about what, you know what I'm saying, she thought her husband would be, like, you know what I'm saying, when you younger or whatever. And the, and the idea, what, what I always told her is, like, the reason why I found your ass, you feel me, is because I had it in my mind, like, I don't know what it is, but when I see it, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I think black people have that relationship. So it's, like, with, it's like porn. <laughs> There's you no definition for right, it. Right, right, right. I don't know what I'm looking for. But you can't describe it. I'm like, you can't say Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's like, oh, when I see it, it's like when you. I mean, because as much criticism we have about Obama, you feel me? Like we was cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it was, it was Obama, but we was cool with it. Yeah. You feel me? Like even to this day, like I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna talk down about that man just because. I mean, I, I say I got criticism, but you know, it is what it is. So. You know, that was a, that was a, a interesting. You know what I'm saying? I learned something about y'all. Hey, but in the chat, check this out. They cracking. Let me see real quick. Keevan Monroe says uh, that he wants a president who isn't backed by big business donors. Do the shit for the people. Jaleesa says MSNBC is saying that they don't stop. Uh, think Biden can get through the woke primary. Which, <laughs> I don't think he can. Hey, MSNBC some assholes for that shit. <laughs> If it's, I ain't lying though. Hey, but check this out. The thing about what MSNBC don't understand the conundrum about a woke primary, woke niggas don't vote. So. Hey, I think that this election might be the biggest, the, the most woke niggas, quote unquote, that go out to them polls, man. I think that it's. Nah, I think so. Hey, we're going to have that same. Yeah, no. In the face of Donald Trump, I think he is willing to. He's going to be able to incite some new votership. Some, some I swear to God, he's ready to get hey, in. As, as, as a matter of fact, I can say it with just me alone. It's about to be my first presidential election that I've ever voted in in my life come 2020. So that's at least on, one go. extra nigga, you know what I'm saying? Shit, that's that, that ain't never voted that's gonna be like, you know what? Hey, like, look, like they say in this a woke motherfucker can probably win this. If Donald Trump can win it, who else? There, there will be. You know what? Hey, and, and I'm so proud of this nigga on that. We can close the political chop on that one. <laughs> there we go. We ending it. New voters. We ending it. 